Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. I'm glad y'all are joining me and staying tuned. And um, together with this, you know, I well, it's a season, but it's like travel talk. And so I'm having different guests come who are speaking at Audacity Fest and maybe some who aren't. But today we have a speaker from Audacity Fest. Her name is Zakira. She is also a podcast host. She'll tell you a little bit about that. And I met her through um, a group called No. Well, actually, I met her before the group called No Madness Tribe. But that's the people who's putting on the Audacity Fest. And so she's here to talk a little bit about um her travels and what she'll be speaking about and so yeah thanks for coming on the show today thank you for having me yes you're welcome would you like to tell the people a little bit more about yourself sure so yes my name is Akira Demba and I am a brand cultivating strategist a professional photographer a world traveler a cancer survivor and so basically my first um trip was kind of to New York. Like my mom actually got the chance to uh, get the opportunity through the Make-A-Wish Foundation to have me meet my grandmother, her mother, who lived in New York and from New York. Um, so I was like not even five with that flight, so I don't remember it, but that was the first time I really traveled anywhere. But since then, I've just traveled to 10 countries and lots of U.S. Um, cities and states and yeah, I just have this goal of wanting to visit like 30 countries by the age of 30. So I'm not 30 yet. So I've got a little bit of time, a little bit of ways to go. But Oh my gosh, me too. I have that same goal, 30 by 30. <laughs> yes, I'm 23 right now. I'm about to be 24 though. I'm, okay. on, my seven, I'm on my seven country now. You beating me, but. <laughs> yeah, um, I got yes. like, I got like 10 more countries. I mean, 10, well, no, 20-ish more countries. In three years, so we'll see what happens. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what are you about to do in three years? You better go uh-huh. on cruises. You can get boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, I got to do like a lot of cruises. I got to go country hopping. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have that goal too. So we're gonna see it a couple more years, but we still gonna see. I'm on my seventh one. Now I'm about to go get three or four more because I'm about to go on cruises. But yes, yeah, so um, basically just like, okay, so you traveled since you was five. What ha- has been your favorite country thus far? Sorry, say the question one more time. <laughs> what has been your favorite country so far? Uh, well, it's hard. It's a hard pick. I love any of the African countries that I travel to. Um I guess I could say I'm slightly biased because my husband is from the Gambia. I met him in person in the Gambia. So I love the Gambia. That's like my second home. But I think I really, really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Ghana. I mean, that was my first African country. Although I have not been able to do my ancestry, you know, DNA test or anything like that. I just really have Mm -hmm. a feeling I'm from Ghana at some point, you know, at some some percentage. (laughs) So I just really felt at home there. Um, It was great because, uh, religiously, you know, I also practice the religion of Islam. So it, it was a great um, half and half as far as, you know, witnessing the, experience, the culture of those who practice the same faith as I do and then experiencing the other faiths and cultures. And I was just great because my thing about traveling is I love to immerse myself into the local culture. So before I got to travel to Ghana, 
that was the kind of travel I did. It was just touristy, you know, there for two weeks, in and out, there for one week, in and out. Um, but as soon as I got to go to Ghana, I was there for two months in the summer. So I really got to just live like a local. And that changed Was my it like a study abroad or something? Or it was just like you just went to go to Ghana? Yeah, so I was there um, as a volunteer trip with um, Operation Crossroads Africa. And so basically that is an organization that's like the Peace Corps before the Peace Corps. And so, um, yeah, we, we literally are there just for two months and we got to travel all throughout the country and it was just fun. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I have not been to the continent of Africa. I really want to go to Ghana. We'll see. What's crazy is I just got my hair done and the lady who did my hair, she is from Gambia. And I was just like asking her questions and she just telling me about like how they speak English um, because, you know, she kept calling them like the colonizers or whatever. But like um, she was talking about the religion. She was saying that it is safe to go over there like by yourself and things like that because I'm just trying to figure like where do I want to go? You know, I was asking about visas and different things like that too. And she was like, yeah, like you should go over there and see about it because I was at this event one time and when this man was like, oh my gosh, are you from Gambia? And I'm like, no, I honestly never knew what Gambia was never. Like, I guess I knew it was in Africa because I was with around some Africans, but never heard of Gambia, never knew about it. And then, so it's funny how I'm like talking to her today. She's like, yeah, they speak English. I'm like, okay, somewhere I could go, you know, maybe not a language barrier and stuff like that. Um, so I might have to put Gambia on my travels too and have to visit the country. Yes, you should definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since it's actually, it's definitely the place where, um, I don't know about the millennial generation knowing about it, but there's definitely the place where Roots, the like uh, movie series, mini series in a movie was filmed. Um, it uh-huh. was filmed there. And oh, there's, you know, lots you said of beaches. Roots was filmed there? Yep. Yeah, I think people know Roots. I know about Roots. Yep. <laughs> oh, so, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So they have this annual, they have, um, like, I think it's annual or biannual, but annual kind of like a coming home festival. So mm-hmm. very, you know, fun and colorful and eventful. So there's lots of beaches there. So the weather is definitely great. It doesn't get too cold, so it's decent year-round. A lot of people tend to kind of migrate there as well. It's like, okay, well, it's affordable living and there's lots of beaches. So there's lots of great places. And plus it's such a small country. It's literally the country inside of Senegal only because politically. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to go to Senegal. It was just literally like a bumpy car ride, but it's, you know, not, not more than like a 10 hour ride just to go to Senegal. Of course you got to go through uh, borders, cross the border, make sure you have your passports, um, up, you know, looking good and updated and your visas and stuff. But yeah, it's very simple and easy to go to Senegal. Yeah, that's what you were telling me that it was in Senegal. So that's all oh, that's cool. It's interesting um, to know about and stuff like that. So within that, so you travel like to New York and you travel there. What makes you still want to travel um, now? Like what makes you want to see the world? And like, what do you hope to get out of it? Or when you're not necessarily when you're done traveling, like what do you hope to get out of it? Like seeing the world, do you just like meeting new people? Like, I guess, what's your purpose in traveling? Well, for me, travel is kind of my therapy. <laughs> so even though, um, like, my parents instilled the opportunity to see the world and see how small yet big the world is at a very young age. So even though initially travel was for pleasure, you know, just to be able to see, 
um, a new country, especially since also like as a cancer survivor, the type of cancer that I have is a, a rare childhood eye cancer. So obviously there, there is the 50-50 chance that I may not even be able to see the world, you know, in the future. Um, so just to be able to take advantage of that is a plus. And so I just love traveling to be able to see new places, meet new people. So it's in part self-care, it's in part a vacation, it's in part of just a part of my, you know, legacy, because also as a photographer, people have told me when I, you know, was able to really take my camera with me on my travel, the first time I really got to do that was in Ghana. So I had, I guess, pretty much gifted myself in a way with a, mm -hmm. you know, late, a latest DSLR digital single lens reflex camera, also known as the Nikon um, 3000 at that time. So I took my photos or my camera with me and just took photos, you know, while I was there. So of course, as a professional photographer, it's like the way to kind of show people the power, especially of Africa. I think I, that's why I love going to the continent of Africa more because I get to show my vision, show my view of the positive side of, you know, the continent because it's, there's so many easy misconceptions about it. So. Oh, I see. What, oh, I see what you're saying. So you, um, so within, so like being a photographer and being out, so you just like taking advantage of, um, you never, like you never know what can happen. You never know what's going on. So being able to see the world now is just like something positive and also that you can show it to other people who haven't seen it or who want to see it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I hope everybody goes to Africa. I know Africa's a continent. But I hope everybody gets to go one time. If they want to go, um, hopefully they can make it. Um, so you've been to Africa. What have you been to um, Europe or Asia? Yes. So my actual first country that I ever went to was Costa Rica. Um, so that was the mm. very first country that I ever went to. And then, but this was, this was with the group. So this was with the group. Um, at that time, they were called Global Explorers. Um, I, well, they, they, I think they still have the same, same name. But basically, it was founded by a person who was completely deaf. And the, the purpose of the group was uh, to bring together both those who were deaf and both who were, were sign language enthusiasts to kind of come together and be able to really interact. And then, of course, you know, be in a new country together. So that specific trip was like ecotourism. So we learned about recycling, learned about um, how they really make coffee, you know, the strawberry coffee and how they really get pineapple. That's where the pineapple, most of the pineapples that you see in the grocery store, they come from Costa Rica. So oh. it was an ecotourism trip and that was great. And then that, I, that same summer, I was blessed to be like an ambassador with a, mm -hmm. another organization called People to People Student Ambassadors. And they're mainly for middle school and high school students to kind of go um, to a summer. They have various, you know, trips, but mine was to Europe. Um, started in England and then we went to France and then we went to Italy and this was all within two weeks so this was more so to me like a little tourist trip even because there was just so many of us and so little time but my favorite part was the chance that we did get a day or two to kind of stay with a local family in France so we had it was me and another girl in my group and we had she was like a single mom or whatever but she was all um homestay but then she was friends with who, the other people who were willing to be the homestay parents so we got to see you know our group members and have fun at the pool and eat authentic French food so that was great so yeah I've been to Europe 
and South America. Um, I have been to the Caribbean. Um, now that was Jamaica. Jamaica was for, you know, a village trip. But I do want to mm-hmm. go back. I want to do more trips in the Caribbean and more trips to Africa because I just feel like as a woman of color also, it's just good to ex- explore my history, you know? Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I just went to Trinidad and Tobacco this year to took students to study abroad and then I went to Jamaica and um, I'm just like, I need to go back there. Like, I need to, I'm trying to hit all the Caribbean islands. I'm trying to see my people, learn, you know, keep it moving. And hopefully I get to Africa, like, next year. I'm going to keep speaking it in existence. So, um, it can come to fruition. You know how they be saying speaking into existence. Have you ever solo traveled before? Well, yes. Actually, yes. So, um, my first real solo travel was to South Africa. I kind of sort of would say when I went to the Gambia to like meet and be with my husband, that was kind of solo, but it wasn't exactly solo because I ended up being on the same flight as the Operation Crawford Africa volunteers who were going to the same country that summer. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I was with them, but not with them. I got to go see them for a minute and also invite them to my wedding. But my first actual like full on solo travel was to South Africa and, um, 2016. I wanted to go to the like inaugural Essence Festival that they were having in, in Durban, South Africa, and I got to do that. Uh, and so that was great. Um, I, I don't know how many, I think they had like a five year contract maybe. So it's not like a permanent thing, but it was still great that they, you know, brought literally the whole vibe of Essence Festival to South Africa. And so yeah, while I was there, cool. yeah. And while I was there, I was alone, but not alone. So even though I, you know, had my own itinerary, there is a travel group called No Madness Travel Tribe. And this literally like a whole family of, of black travelers. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so there was literally a bunch of conversations because there was a bunch of us trying to go to the same festival or travel to South Africa at the same time. And so basically there was a, fa- a thread in the Facebook group, like, okay, who's going to South Africa on these dates? So while I was there, I was able to meet up with the other um, Nomadness Travel Tribe members. So we met up before the festival, after the festival, during the festival, in other cities. So I literally got to go to, um, I flew into Johannesburg, uh, flew uh, over to Cape Town for a few days, which was my favorite. Then I also got to go to Durban. Durban was where the festival was. So I literally was pretty much hit all three of the corners of the um, country, even though I did not get to go to um, you know, Robbins Island where Nelson Mandela was held in prison. I did also get to go to the museum that has you know, the history of, of him and as far as the, their version of slavery you know, over there. So that was great to go to those museums and just kind of be by myself. Cause that was great because I'm a water girl. That's why I like to take Cape Town the most. Cape Town to me mm-hmm. reminds me so much of like California because there's a good combination of mountains and beach. So that was um, great, very relaxing. Also very modernized because every other country that I've been to, aside from, you know, the European um, and Costa Rica, um, was almost third world. So it was also very nice to see, you know, what's modernized and what's not modernized and how much progress they've made. Mm-hmm. You're making me want to go to South Africa so bad right now. Like, I really want to go South Africa to see it's just so cool to experience it but I know like people have been um talking more about solo travel and stuff like that so that's why I was wondering I personally I never like solo travel like went somewhere by myself where I haven't met people 
or like met up with people that I knew or if I went with a group. So I'm like, people are talking about it more. So I guess people are trying to do it more and things like that. And so um, also like me and other groups like the Nomad's Tribe, that's really cool. I've heard about it that much. Like I've heard about it before, but not that much about it. So some people are talking about it. I'm like, oh, okay, like what's that and what's this? Um, and so I know they're like having an Audacity Festival coming up in September and so you're speaking like at the festival how were you like able to I guess learn about it or like be able to be a speaker at it like how did that happen well I think the good thing about being a part of the you know Madness Travel Tribe it's it's a free at least currently a free um community to join all you have to do is literally have your passport and have one passport stamp so even if you literally just got your passport and just went to, you know, the Virgin Islands or just went to Jamaica, you can get into this group. You have to fill out a small application on their website, um, and then they'll add you to this super secret, but super big and popular and family-friendly oriented Facebook group. So I've been a member, um, I guess, officially since 2015. So in a way, it's just been a matter of also following their conversation. So this is, they've been doing it for a few years. I knew about it. I found out about it, you know, last year. But then I had the opportunity to submit to be a speaker this year. And, you know, it was a blessing that I was approved. And I was approved to be a speaker for um, the the mental health and travel conversation track. So that is actually going to be on Saturday. September 28th and I um at about 12 o'clock uh, I think it's all central time so it's not eastern time I think it's central time so I, that's why I'll be speaking if you are going to the Audacity Festival so they changed their name um a couple of years ago it used to just be like the in the Madness Conference but um yeah it's just a great place to come together with other travelers of color and even if you're you know not a traveler of color you just really want to be a part of a true family vibe that's what um the madness is great for oh okay that's cool that's interesting i just learned about no madness like um this year i think actually i think i've been following on instagram but i never knew about like the group and stuff like that so that's crazy that you're like even in it you say 2013 or 2017 that you've been in the group since in the the year yeah what year did you say again yeah i became a member i think it was 2015 2015 okay yeah 2015 and i'm like well four years later i'm like i'm just now hearing about it but you know because everything happens for a reason just trying to like join in to learn about it now and seeing that there's so many people um a part of this and like so many travel the colors are traveling and people are trying to talk about it well, i think it's really important because um Growing up, sometimes like people like they don't get to travel as much. They may not know about it, so it's cool to have like a group where there's people all over the world that's like encouraging you to travel and come and see the world with them. Absolutely, and it's literally like a family because there are actually a few posts in there that talk about the people who literally met in that group, maybe met at one of the meetups, or met in you know literally met at one of the either in state in the U.S. meetups or one of the out-of-country meetups and ended up marrying and having kids and family <laughs> later. So <laughs> it's not a matchmaking service, but I sometimes end up being that way. <laughs> I'm cracking up. That's funny. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So did you say earlier you were talking about going to Gambia? Were you going to Gambia to meet your husband there, like, for the first time? 
in person, yeah, we met in person for the first time in the Gambia, but we met through mutual friends. So there is a friend of ours, I guess, um, who there's a volunteer also who got to go to a different African country with Operation Crossroads Africa. We were traveling the same year. I got to go to Ghana. She got approved to go to the Gambia. So she ended up um, meeting someone while she was there volunteering. So of course, it's not a part of the rules to be able to, to be dating while you're on this volunteer trip. So they kept in touch after the trip and ended up marrying. And so um, I ended up meeting, I guess, my future husband because I told, you know, this friend of ours that I, you know, wanted to go to the Gambia because she had been bragging so much about it of how much she loved it. And I was like, okay, I think I finally want to go. I think um, maybe like three, four years later, I was like, okay, I think I finally want to go to the Gambia. So she told her husband, her husband uh, connected me with uh, his friend who was his best friend who would did it, who I didn't know would become my husband. And he was supposed to just be like, you know, my home state family. So he did, he was still my home state family. I ended up staying with his family as I, you know, went around oh. to all the tourist places that I wanted to go to. And so we just ended up, meeting in person for the first time in the Gambia but um mm -hmm. the way that I describe it is that I basically fell in love with him at our first Skype session so we met through Facebook then eventually saw each other face to face on Skype and then um a few months later actually we got to meet in person and then um, oh my gosh that yeah. is so crazy like I think about like traveling and finding your love while you travel, whatever. Like so many people in this world, you like, oh, like I really think that some people like do like you're going to meet your husband or your wife or whatever through like through traveling, say you go somewhere. Like that's what you're gonna meet your man at. That's where you're gonna meet your woman at. You know, you might not just meet them in the United States. So I think that's so crazy and so cool, as well. Like to think about it and like knowing people who really do it. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the people about what you're doing? Um, about what's going on. This has been a real good conversation, though, as we're talking about travel and, like, you know, different things to do and see. Do you have anything else to let the people know about? Yeah, well, I think um, I definitely encourage, like, no matter what country you go to anyway, just try to involve yourself in with the local community because I feel like that's the best way to really um, say you have an experience because traveling also is the best way to learn the most about yourself. So when you're required to step outside of your comfort zone, especially in a, in a country where English is not the main language. So like in Gambia, it's, it's English is there, but it's not the main language. Um, it kind of requires you to step outside of your comfort zone, especially in places also like Senegal. Senegal's main language is French. So um, I think just having, especially nowadays, technology makes it easier with plenty of language translation apps and, you know, Google Maps, you're able to have that, you know, on either Wi-Fi or just get a simple SIM card on your unlocked phone. So it's just so much easier now, even if, you know, you do choose to go solo, it's so much easier now, or just join a travel community like Nomadness and find mm -hmm. people who are, you know, legit, they're honest, they're sincere people you can meet up with and you know find people of the same interest and just travel with them let them be your travel partner yeah most definitely i think that is um cool too i do think i want to travel but also going on the group travels where like you don't know nobody you just meet all these people so that should be great too 
Um, I was going to say, um, don't, you have a podcast, podcast called Living Legacy. Um, just tell them like a little bit more about it and like where they can find you at if they're interested in listening to it. Yes. So Living Legacy podcast is my podcast. And I literally just started um, podcasting this year. I was a blogger first, for being a blogger for many years. And then I just started two podcasts because podcasting, between video and podcasting, it's, you know, the next big thing as far as um creative medium so so living like excuse me living legacy podcast is about a woman sharing stories of um overcoming adversity with resilience so the topic definitely include travel professionalism because a lot of them are entrepreneurs and um a few of them are millennials the older generation millennials also um then they just talk about you know music of how they uh overcome the difficult things and so you can find my podcast on my website, which is ZakiraNayar.com, Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. And you can find also find out more about my photography and my what I do as a brand cultivating strategist. Okay. And this is just one of my questions. How many languages do you speak? How many? languages oh um i'm i'm fluent 100 percent fluent in english <laughs> um, but, um but funny enough it's like it's it's so interesting my mom made a joke about it uh of like there's english is my best language and my and english is my husband's second language so when you talk about marriage and communication like we have it on on triple so we got to make sure we're definitely communicating well but i've learned um, because I do take the t- opportunity to learn a language whenever I go to, I just say I'm like 25% fluent in, in various languages. So 25% Spanish, uh, 25% French, 25% um, in my husband's local language, which is Mandinka. So I, and also sign language. Like I, I took a sign language course. But I I don't hang around enough deaf and hard of hearing people, so I don't practice it. So again, I'm like 25% fluent in that. So yeah, I try to learn a language, and I'm I'm a visual learner. So if I can't, oh German too. My I have a sister-in-law who's living in Germany, so I you know learn 25% of German. I used um an app called Duolingo to learn while I was in Germany. So yeah, I try. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know, like, what you're traveling. Like, some people, um, they uh, learn in, like, French and Spanish and stuff like that. So, I didn't know if you were learning or fluent in the other languages. Like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be fluent in Spanish and French. We're going to see if that works out or not. I'm really trying. I'm going to get back to trying. I was doing it before, but I kind of stopped. So, okay. yeah, we'll see. Um, but thanks for coming on here and talking about your travels and um, letting people know about your speaking engagement. I hope people... Um, are just learning about like ways to travel being a millennial if they're looking into the travel industry how to get through it so this is just the podcast to help um you know like enlighten others and hopefully they'll you'll see them at the audacity fest i'm gonna try to go to the audacity fest right now i don't know um if i'm gonna be able to make oh, it yes. oh I did you tell me remind me i just forgot to say something so for those who are if you are you know going to the audacity festival uh you can still get 25 percent off your tickets uh, you just have to use my first name as your code. So Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H and you get 25% off if you want to go. Uh, it's for all the tickets, whether it's all the weekend, just one day, just the award, just the 
um, luncheon in the beginning, but whatever you want to get, you still get 25% off those tickets if you want to go. Yes. So um, listen to that, hear that. And it's in Memphis. I know y'all probably heard it on my other episodes, but yes, it's in Memphis and it's coming up um, in the next month or so. So make sure y'all stay tuned um, and go check out her podcast and stay tuned for the rest of the episodes on travel and rate and comment. And thank y'all and have a great rest of y'all day or evening whenever you listen. Bye. Bye. Bye.